this has been a thing in Carolina, I mean, pretty much forever. They never have any depth. Uh, for a long time, the reason was because they didn't draft very well. And then Dave Gettleman came along and said, I only need five picks. And, you know, when you do that and then you don't even hit on all five of those picks, like your roster is going to be, it's going to be awful. There's going to be a lot of holes. So yeah. they don't have depth pretty much anywhere on the team. Maybe, maybe you say they have a little some depth on, on the, in the front seven. Not really, though. Oh, 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 oh. It's the Lunch Break Hot Take with Jose and Rodney. All right. So last week we discussed what the Ravens need to do this offseason. This week it's time for some Panthers talk. Are you ready to talk some Panthers? Are you ready to talk some Panthers? (laughs) Let's talk some Panthers. As you take a sip of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, obviously, the biggest thing in Carolina right now is what's happening at quarterback. Um, you know, Houston is still playing dumb with Deshaun Watson. So, you know, the, the Panthers are kind of, you know, steering back towards, hey, we love Teddy. Teddy's our guy kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, just in case they have to go with Teddy. I still, you know, I don't think Teddy's going to be the starter for all of uh, this coming year, even if he is still here, I think they're they're still going to push very hard to try to get Deshaun Watson. If they can't get that done, I think they are going to take a quarterback at eight. Um, I'm I'm guessing it's going to be Trey Lance. I'm praying that it's not Mac Jones. It can't be Mac Jones. Yeah, can't be. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, we, we, so that aside, because uh, nobody knows the answer to that right now. That that depends on when Houston wakes up and and realizes, hey, we're we're trading Deshaun Watson, right? Right. So aside from that, uh, the biggest issue in Carolina is the offensive line because they do not have one. <laughs> uh, Taylor Moten was franchised. Though yeah, they're they're going to work great. out a yeah they're going to work out a long term deal with him. They're sitting at twenty nine million under the cap right now, but that's including about I think it's about fourteen million for uh, uh, well I mean doesn't include it's for fourteen million for Taylor Moten, for Moten on the franchise yeah. tax. So once he gets signed, you know their cap space will actually go up. Uh, for this coming season. But John Miller, who started a lot of last season, uh, Russell Okung, who started last season, they're both free agents. And, I mean, not really worth bringing back. Honestly, they should be looking at a at a replacement for Matt Paradis at center. And they need to figure out the other guard spot as well. I mean, they, they honestly need to figure out the four spots that are not right tackle. and And that's just an awful place to be especially when you're picking in the top 10, but you still need a quarterback, right? Yeah. So fortunately for them, there have been a lot of cuts to O-linemen these last few days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not all, should I say, um, they're, they're not the, the greatest of linemen. Or some of them are just, they're older. Some of them are injury prone, but you can get some solid ones out there. And I think mm-hmm. with the cap space that you have, you can, you can, I won't say easily, but you, you can. There's possibility there for you to get what you need to show up the O line through free agency and through the draft as well. I mean, you, you're gonna have to do a good job getting the right people to come in here um, and fit your scheme, and also, you know, you got to hit on the draft too. I think I don't think you want to go and get your whole O line off the street. Yeah, uh, Trey Turner got released. He had an awful year last year after he got traded out of Carolina. Yeah. But he's a five-time Pro Bowler. I think he's probably going to have a bounce back year. Yeah. Um, Andrew Norwell is also possibly getting released. They haven't done it yet, 
but you know another former panther who left to get to get his money uh kevin zeitler got released in new york uh, a few days ago you know he's a, another really good option at guard gabe jackson uh, mitchell schwartz although he's considering retirement uh riley rife i think there, there's guys out there who they can look at but the the real question is going to be are they going to have that eighth pick? Like you, you can't really make your plan without knowing that, right? Because if you're if you're picking at eight, um, like I said, you you can go quarterback, but if you want to fix the O line before anything else, you're going to have Penny Sewell or Rashawn Slater there as options. Yeah. Um, now, uh-huh. now Trey Turner and Norwell, I, I just say you can't get your whole O line off the street, but those two have played here before. Now they haven't played for this coach, but. Those two plus Taylor Moulton, they've all played together. Yeah. So there's that. I think there's there's that. that Actually, I don't already- think that they played with Taylor Moulton necessarily. I, I think that he was on the team for the last year, but I don't think he. I'm not sure if he was starting when they were there. But but it's, I mean, he was still in the rotation, right? Uh, you know, what I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't you know I don't think he was there yet because he's at the end of his four year deal right now, so which means he would have been. Mm, okay, uh, okay. He would have been drafted in 2017. Okay. So yeah, no, nah, it was okay. Daryl Williams who they actually Daryl Williams, they, yeah. They played with. yeah, 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 yeah. But either way, I mean, Moten and Trey Turner played together. So there's that. No, Norwell and Trey Turner played together. I said, Mo, I, I said, Mo, yeah. Norwell, 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 <laughs> and Trey Turner have played together. So there's that chemistry between those two at least. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just a matter again. Me and B are of the thought. If you have talent, it's the coach's job to make sure they fit into your scheme. So, actually, what am I thinking about? Man, Moten did play with Trey Turner, just not Norwell. Not Norwell. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there's, my point was, there's that chemistry between the players already there, mm-hmm. right? So they kind of know each other's uh, tendencies somewhat. Yeah. Right. So yeah, bring them back, bring them back, and then. Yeah, when it comes to the draft, whether you have the eight pick or not, it, yes, it, it does matter if you have your if you're gonna have the pick or if you're gonna have a quarterback or whatever. But you know, you, you have other rounds that you gotta hit on. It can't just be the first round. So yeah, you can do a lot. You maybe maybe you don't get a clear answer at left tackle, even that. But even that's you know something you can get in free agency. But at least you can have the other positions somewhat shored up, so your O line is in complete trash. And that would be a huge step. Yeah, they haven't protected the quarterback in a very long time in Carolina. Yeah. That's they haven't had a good O line. I mean, they they had a a solid O line when they went to the Super Bowl, but Michael Oher and Mike Remmers got exposed badly in the uh, in the Super Bowl in that game. Like they 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 had a pretty soft schedule that year. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you not if you can't get the deal done for Deshaun Watson and you're still picking at eight, then you can make that decision of hey, do we want to go after the left tackle of the future because obviously it's not Greg Little, or do we want to take the quarterback and just kind of let him sit and, and say you're on your own, Teddy, right. for for a while. So obviously that's the biggest decision that they have to make, and right now it's kind of out of their hands. I think I I do think the Panthers have done all the right moves to put themselves in a position to bring Deshaun Watson onto the team. They've made a strong offer, obviously, right? They've kind of publicly said, it. yeah, we're, we'll, we're even willing to move Christian McCaffrey. So they're doing whatever they need to do to get Deshaun Watson. They're, they're trying to meet all of Houston's demands that, they, that they've said that they would, 
they would uh, want in exchange for Deshaun Watson. It's just Houston is playing dumb right now, <laughs> right? Because they're doing that thing that a lot of bad organizations do, thinking, hey, we can't show that the player is in control. We have to be in control all the time, even if it's at the detriment to our own team. Which, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's not going to work. It's a, it's a new time. It's a new era. And they're going to have to just submit to his demands. You can't, you can't even ship him off to a, a, a team that he's going to want to go to because he has a no trade, call, uh, no trade clause. Mm-hmm. So just go ahead and get it done. You're not going to get a better offer than what the Panthers are offering, in my opinion. So go ahead and make, make the deal happen before the Panthers do make other plans. And then you're, and then you're going into next year where his value is going to drop, even if he plays well, you're not going to get the same offer that you're getting this year. Well, like somebody said, I, I forget who it was on Twitter, but they're saying that their their leverage drops every day that they don't you know, engage in trade talks because teams are just going to make other plans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they yeah, people want Deshaun Watson, but every day that they, you know, go down the road of making another plan of not getting Deshaun Watson is another day that they're less interested in getting Deshaun Watson. Right. Sure. And the so, Panthers have already tried to get Matt Stafford. So they've, they've shown yes. you that we're not going to wait forever <laughs> for right. you to decide whether you're going to trade them or not. Right. So that aside, uh, like I said, they have to really hit the O-line hard this offseason. But they do have other issues. The secondary is is just god-awful also. <laughs> uh, they they really I, – I, I, I know it's over and done with, but, man, they really should have re-signed James Bradbury. But, all right, it, they didn't. Okay, he's gone. So you got to hit corner and safety since they didn't actually really replace Eric Reed. I mean, Jeremy Chin can play both of those roles, but I mean, I, I think his best spot is going to be at linebacker moving forward. Uh, so they need to hit the secondary in free agency or uh, in the draft, not necessarily free agency. Outside of that, you know, in terms of their own free agents, there's really not a whole lot that needs you know of guys who need to come back. I mean, you can re-sign Mike Davis. Who you know he had a thousand yards, a uh, thousand scrimmage yards for you last year. He played pretty well in relief of Christian McCaffrey. Um, Tyler Larson. I mean, if you want to bring him back for some depth, Curtis Samuel is really the big one, and it seems like they're content to let him test free agency, which yeah. to me means he's not going to be back. Well, I mean, free agency is here, right? As we're recording, tampering mm-hmm. period starts tomorrow, so there's no deal worked out. He's essentially a. a hitting free agency starting tomorrow. He, he's going yeah. to get calls. He's going to get calls. Yeah. The, a few other guys, uh, F.A. Obata, I want to say that he actually already signed. The, you know, he's, It's not updated on this site that I'm looking at here. I think he's already uh, committed to being back. Yeah. Razul Douglas, Corn Elder, uh, you can bring them back for depth in the secondary. You know, not great players, but you don't want to go you know, into free agency in the draft with the cupboard being completely bare. Right. Um, Outside of that, man, it's just not a very talented team, honestly. The the strongest point of the team, you know, for sure, the wide receivers and the front seven. And Curtis Samuel is walking. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, look, there's a lot of work to do here because you want to spend the bulk of your resources fixing the O-line to protect, whether whether it's Deshaun Watson or it's somebody you draft or it's Teddy Bridgewater. You want to mm-hmm. show up that O-line moving forward. So that's that's the first priority, and that will take up a lot of your resources. Whatever you have left, you want to put into the defense. That's, I mean, they they struggled last year. They're gonna struggle this year, and again, you're gonna to have to just you're gonna to have to 
hit in free agency, try to get some some cheaper options that can play solid and draft well. You're going to have to have a really good draft this year. Yeah, I mean, they, they used all seven picks on the defense last year. Uh, you can't really you can't do that again. No, um, no. I, I do think, and I know a lot of people won't, wouldn't like it, but I do think they should try to move Christian McCaffrey, whether it's for Deshaun Watson or not. You know, move yeah. him for some draft picks because you can replace a running back. Right? Yeah. Like it, it's fine. Yeah, they won't be as good as Christian McCaffrey, but you'll you'll be fine at running back. But they they just they need a lot of picks all over the roster. This has been a thing in Carolina. I mean, pretty much forever. They never have any depth. Uh, for a long time, the reason was because they didn't draft very well. And right. then Dave Gettleman came along and said, I only need five picks. And, you know, when you do that and then you don't even hit on all five of those picks, like your roster is going to be it's going to be awful. There's going to be a lot of holes. So yeah. they don't have depth pretty much anywhere on the team. Maybe, maybe you say they have some depth on, on the, in the front seven. Not really, though. Uh, so they, they, they need to get as many picks as they can get. You know, if they're sitting at eight and Trey Lance is already gone and Fields and, and Wilson and obviously Lawrence will be gone. They might want to just consider trading back from there also to get, get some, some extra picks. yeah, get some extra draft picks. Yeah. Because they really need to just completely overhaul this roster for the most part. Outside of like I said, outside of the D line and at wide receiver. Yeah. So there you have it, man. Lots of work to do. Um I will say that as critical as as we are of the, of the organization, I do think what they're doing up to this point are the right moves right now. Uh, they're bringing back Moten, although they should have already had that deal done. But at least they've tagged them, and it looks like both sides want to get a deal done. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're they're making room and and. And putting it out there, we have all the pieces that we need to trade for Deshaun Watson, and we, you know, we're trying to make that that deal happen. That's really great. So those two things I give them kudos for. But even when you mean get those done, there's still a lot more work to do. So we have to see yeah. how good Fitter is, and you know, not even Fitter since we, you know, they've basically publicly confirmed that he's just, you know. He's a yes man for for Matt Rule. Yeah, uh, it's it's what Matt Rule wants. Rule and Tepper, yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that's another. There's been a lot of talk about them going after another edge rusher, and in, in you know, specifically Hassan Reddick, as he has that connection uh, from Temple with Matt Rule. Just I do not want. I do not want it. Okay, not, there's nothing wrong with Hassan Reddick. You know, he had a great season. I hope he goes and makes a ton of money somewhere. But you you have Brian Burns. You drafted uh, Gross Matos. Roll with those guys. If you want a third, you know, another edge rusher to rotate, get them in the draft. Don't go paying him when you have major, major, major needs on the O-line and in the secondary. See, this is a problem I have with college coaches, right? First first time college coaches going into the NFL and they have too much power because they always, every coach wants guys that they've coached before. But when you're coming out of college, you just want those college guys. And when you don't have a strong GM like mm-hmm. Carolina, you know, you just get what you want and you pay whatever you want for these guys. Hassan Reddick is a good player and you know if he comes comes to Carolina, I think he'll 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 look good. Mm-hmm. Right? Playing opposite of Brian Burns. But that's not your number one need. No. Right. That's not your number one need. So or two or three. Right, exactly. So you're 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 kind of just throwing your money away because it doesn't matter how nice that defense is, if you're not protecting your quarterback, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. 
So that's the problem I have with that. And now that you're saying that, I wouldn't be surprised if they did went, go out and get Hassan Reddick. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But okay. So is there anything else we want to add to that? No, I mean, I, I know it sounds like we're being pretty negative, but, you know, especially if they go out and they get Deshaun Watson, like the turnaround can happen real quick. Yes. Uh, you know, they've they've got edge rushers and they've got Derek Brown. The D-line is going to be set for years. Um, uh, they just restructured Shaq Thompson's contract, so I guess he's not going anywhere in the near future, but he should be because they should not have signed him to that deal. But it's fine. You know, he's a he's a good enough player. And it doesn't it doesn't really matter who you have a linebacker. I mean, if you get a if you get a playmaker there, that's nice. But it's not a, it's not a huge consequence, you know, who you have there. They need to go out and get some help in the secondary, and that's going to be available in both free agency and the draft. So if they get better quarterback play, and they add a couple pieces to the O line, add a couple pieces to the secondary, you're talking about a team that could possibly compete for a playoff spot next year. I'm not saying that they'll make it, but you know they they can make that push. push, 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 push. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five star review. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the links in our description for merchandise, or you can visit patreon.com slash show for extra content. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>